0: We need to freak out less about other people's medical issues. I am a little upset that people are all over Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin by not sharing his hospitalization the minute that it happened. We have HIPAA laws that protect people's privacy. Mm -hmm. And as long as there were systems in place where the – obligations of the defense secretary were taken care of, which they were. I
1: don't know about Everybody's that.
0: Everybody's freaking out about why he didn't say that he was hospitalized. Oh, I think
1: there's big questions about whether or not those protocols were followed though. And that's what I, I understand what you're saying here on this against Joy, Lloyd Austin uh-huh. goes in right for Christmas, an elective procedure. Right. Apparently there were some complications from mm-hmm. it, but the white house didn't know uh, for days. That he was in the hospital, right? He's the defense secretary, right? Kind of a critical role.
0: It's and again, it's not like he went MIA and disappeared. What happened was, I think
1: it is kind of like he went MIA. He and didn't though,
0: because if you look at the timeline, he didn't. Yes, he had a he had a procedure early or late last year. We don't know what right it was. Before Christmas, yeah, before Christmas, and we don't need to know. What we it don't is. need to know. Right. December twenty third, he goes there. home. Yeah, on January first, he was on a phone call with President Biden and Secretary of State uh, Anthony Blinken and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Also that day, he experienced severe pain. He was having a problem. This is January 1st. He was having a problem. He was transported to Walter Reed Military Medical Center, and he was in intensive care. On January 2nd, so remember, this could have been midnight on January 1st. On January 2nd, some of his operational responsibilities were transferred to his deputy secretary, Kathleen Hicks. This is 24 hours or less later that his operational facility. So she knew, his deputy knew. It's not like he was hiding. His deputy knew. And then also on January 2nd, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff were notified that Austin had been hospitalized. The Pentagon press secretary, Austin's chief of staff and Austin's senior military um, advisor learned that Austin was in the hospital on January second. This is twenty four hours or or less later than when he knew. So we're I, I feel like we're freaking out uh, and look, calling for his impeachment. The man had to go to intensive care. He was in the hospital. He he called his deputy and said, "You got to take over some responsibilities, and I'm going to be in the hospital."
1: It's but the reporting also though suggests his deputy. Didn't even know that she had some of those powers transferred to her. So they're real. Communicate. I'm, I'm not. I'm not ready to say. Okay, Lloyd Austin hit the road. Um, but there are a lot of questions that need to be answered here. Okay, including if the president is not notified. I mean, for days it says mm-hmm. this is CNN reporting. Pentagon officials and senior members of the Biden administration, including president, did not know that he was in the hospital. And I, I mean, I the president's busy. Yeah, but. Of course he's busy, but busy with this. This is the stuff he should be busy with, knowing that his defense secretary is out of commission. Yeah. A couple of wars happening, by the way. Right, that's true. Things that uh, need... Of course. uh, By the way, there was a... And the U.S. retaliated against um, a a member of a terrorist organization during this time that that he had authorized earlier. Again, that... If we, if we want transparency from our government, I don't need to know what Lloyd Austin's, A, what his, mm-hmm. what his elective procedure was, or the details of his complication. That's not my business. Mm-hmm. But I think it is the business of the President of the United States, not specifically his medical situation, but that the fact that he's out of commission. And boy, it sure seems like a lot of balls were dropped here in, mm-hmm. in, in, this, in this, this process and the complications that he received. I think it's absolutely fair criticism. He released a statement
0: that said, among other things, I understand the media concerns about transparency and I recognize I could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed. I commit to doing better. But it's important to say this was my medical procedure and I take full responsibility for my decisions about disclosure. I just feel like this is another political football That people are saying he didn't do enough. If you have a deputy and you call her and say, I'm going to the hospital, you need to. I mean, they're saying she didn't know.
1: That's what the the reporting says, that that was not the case, that he might have transferred that power, but she wasn't aware of it. I mean, this, he's the secretary of defense. It's Mm -hmm. not like, you know, he's just some even like, so if I was out suddenly from the show, now you and I, we've had, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're coming out of the holidays here where it was mm-hmm. either you or me oh, seemingly we every sick. other day, Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to know, but if I disappear all of a sudden and I'm not on the show, I think you and David and certainly Brad would mm-hmm. want an explanation as to why. Uh, you don't have to get specifics about it, but I think it, you don't have to go on the air and talk about why Adam is missing, but I think you and Dave and Brad should have at least an idea of what's going on and how long it would take me out of commission. And this is a radio show mm-hmm. in a any, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm not the defense secretary. Mm-hmm. If I, well, I, that's why I said this. I just feel like there is a lot here, A, that needs to be answered, and B, and I get it. Any chance mm-hmm. any slip up of the Biden administration of course is going to be seized yes. by his mm-hmm. by Republicans, by everybody who opposes him. I just feel like this is one where if you're calling balls and strikes, this one you can see there's there was a clear, I think, a major miscommunication that absolutely should have been at least headed off before it happened.
0: I hear you. I, I still think it's being used as a political football because you know, he went into the hospital January 1. By January 2nd, like when you go into the hospital, you think, oh, maybe I'm just going to, you know, have a little procedure or or they're going to, you know, give me some Tylenol or whatever they do in the emergency mm-hmm. room at Walter Reed. Maybe he didn't think there was going to yeah, be. But you
1: know, but you know this, though, the, like even the president or the governor what was Governor Walls. Yeah. What was it like? It was last year or mm-hmm. something. He had like a it was a. Colonoscopy. Remember? He yeah. Had a, he, and he and had to transfer power. And yes, he to transfer colonoscopy. And we, we right. might roll our eyes and say, Oh, come on. I mean, it's, right. it's a colonoscopy. Right.
0: But you're but also under, under anesthesia when that yes. happens. And Lloyd Austin was not under anesthesia. He, he was admitted. But remember, he was admitted on the first for severe pain. By January yeah. 2nd, the Pentagon press secretary knew Austin's chief of staff, Austin's senior military advisor. They all know by January 2nd.
1: Yeah, but on January first, he was taken. He was having such severe pain, he was taken by ambulance to Walter Reed, and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that absolutely you bring everybody together to talk about what's going on. Okay,
0: that's. I guess I'm more concerned about his privacy and people jumping on this as a political football than a man who maybe it was so severe that he thought he might die. And remember, he says that some of his or his responsibilities Mm -hmm. were transferred to his deputy secretary.
1: So that apparently she may not have known,
0: and she might. <laughs> right, well, that's a major miscommunication, and his statement is more about releasing information to the public. Right, and as a member of the public, I thought to myself, like, okay, I don't need to know because I'm assuming the deputy I. or his staff or he went to Walter Reed. That's a medical facility from the government. Yeah, you know they know where he is. Although maybe they can't release his information because of HIPAA laws. It just seems like everybody's jumping all over this guy who was clearly really sick. When it seems like he did enough to handle the issues.
1: Jane uh, is in St. Paul. Jane, what do you think?
2: Hi. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm in my car, so I'm going to try to be brief. Um, I'm married to a um, 20-year Air Force officer, and um, <clears throat> he, he the work that he did was very... Uh, he did counterintelligence and espionage. But, you know, in the military, there are very strict... Um, rules and protocols that have to be followed and one of them is the chain of command Mm -hmm. and if if somebody is out of the chain of command that's a pretty severe um uh thing it should not be overlooked it usually is dealt with very severely and for whatever reason these protocols i mean uh is talking in a in a with a civilian uh look at things and inside the military, these things are very, very important, and they're supposed to be um, followed to the letter. And so, um, like I said, there it's it's the way the military operates, and it's really kind of, I hate to say it, almost um, a dereliction of duty, so to speak, mm.
0: because the protocols have been in place for a long, long time.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Good point, Jane. Jane and thank thank, thank you. you. And look, I'm. I'm happy if I'm wrong. Maybe there should have been better protocols in place. I just feel like they're jumping all over this poor guy who was really sick.
1: And I'm not even say that he's where the blame lies here. I might have
0: been the deputy for not understanding. Well, I think there's a group of
1: people saying, look, this is a situation, and mm -hmm. if we've got the defense secretary who's going to the hospital, we have to have a plan in place for at least, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, uh, taking some of those duties, giving them to his deputy. She should know about those debt, and the president should be notified of it.
0: So then also, my greater question is about the public, because people are complaining there was no transparency. Do we need to know?
1: That's a great question. I think so. I think Mm -hmm. absolutely. Again, I'm not talking about what's wrong with him. Mm
0: -hmm. Right, right. I'm just saying. Do we need to know that he was hospitalized?
1: Absolutely. This is a... We need transparency mm-hmm. in our government. Mm-hmm. Like if the if the president was out of commission for a, for a well, week, well,
0: I think that's different.
1: Not much, not too much. Defense Secretary, I don't know what where he is in the pecking mm-hmm. order as far as transfer of power, but mm-hmm. I think he's up there.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe Cabinet I'm wrong. Position. I just felt like, gosh, he had a serious medical problem, and if things were handled behind, like you know, if somebody was in charge and he claims somebody yeah. was in charge, whether that's real or not, whether that's being used as a political football, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to think things were handled, that he wasn't so um, derelict in his duty, but well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the public needs to know every time everybody takes a crap.
1: Well, that's a little <laughs> simplistic way to look at it. Let's take a break because I have to take a crap. Oh, God. 612-461-9226, 651-461. I said 612. 651 Lots of texts. More of your calls next. Did Lloyd Austin and the uh, – Biden administration dropped the ball or several balls in uh, disclosing what was happening with him right before Christmas and then subsequently right around New Year. I say yes. Jonathan, I say
0: I'm not sure because I guess I'm just really sensitive to people's medical issues.
1: I think that's a separate issue, though. I think yeah. absolutely medical privacy is a separate issue. Unless it's significant enough that will take him out mm-hmm. for a long time, then we deserve, I think, mm-hmm. some at least explanation. In general terms, mm-hmm. over what it is, uh, I'm not looking to understand what what that.
0: Yeah, I don't care what his surgery was, for. was. No, I don't care. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's unfortunate that he had complications. Mm-hmm. Many of us have complications, mm-hmm. and I hope that he recovers fully. Uh, I just think, boy, it sure seems like a lot of miscommunication here.
0: And, and even on the text line, because I had read that, you know, there was issues with his deputy. He apparently claims that he transferred powers to his deputy when he went into the hospital. But Adam is hearing, hearing, who knows what, you know, these sources are that she didn't, she, she didn't wasn't know- aware right. that she, he had transferred these powers to her. I also read that she knew about it, but she was homesick with the flu. So she was, I guess, delayed in telling other people. And then someone texted me here that said they heard that the deputy was on vacation out of the
1: country. It should be clear. But
0: see, that's why these miscommunications, and that's why I was thinking, okay, well, you know, if somebody was in charge, I feel okay about that. I don't want to invade the dude's privacy. And as long as the country was taken care of, but you know what? Hearing your texts and talking to you, Adam, I guess, you know, it is really important that the maybe the public know. Maybe I. don't necessarily care about his public matter or you know his his medical issue as long as somebody is in charge, and uh, but you're saying yes we should have known. But maybe I could be convinced that absolutely we should have been identi- that should have been identified.
1: Jeannie in West St. Paul on the WCCO Talk Line, go ahead, Jeannie.
0: Well,
3: I'm just saying that any of us who have ever worked, um, if you're sick, you're calling in your supervisor or your boss. Mm-hmm. So he should have called. I don't know who he reports to directly—the the president or the chief of staff or you know somebody in the Pentagon or somebody. And and now that I'm hearing this rumor about the um, his deputy, if the deputy was on vacation, he should have known that if mm-hmm. if she reports to him. So if she was on vacation, how could he turn out over? His duties to her. If he knew she was out of the country, well,
0: we don't know if that's true or not.
1: But we should know. We should. That's I, my yes. point here. Is like but, the report. It should have been clear. I mean,
3: okay. Or if she was sick, he should have known that because she should have told him that she was sick. So I mean, those are all rumors. I understand yeah. that. But my point is, if he was sick, he should have called who, whoever he so he either reports to the president or yeah. the or the uh, chief of staff or somebody in the Pentagon. So that's who he should have called, you know, or had somebody call, you know, a family member or something Mm -hmm. and say, look, he's being taken by ambulance. So I do fault him on that. I agree. I don't think we need to know, you know, what his ailment is. Mm -hmm. I don't think the public, and maybe the public didn't know, need to know right away that he was, you know, going to the hospital and all of Mm -hmm. that. But certainly somebody in the government should have known, on January 1st that he was being yep. taken by ambulance mm-hmm. because um, any, you know, and, and um, Adam, when you said, you know, like if you weren't going to be at the radio station, when I was a supervisor, if my staff person didn't show up on time, we were calling yeah. Yeah. and it happened yeah. on more than one occasion because what happened to my person, I had one that got hit by a car. Oh my gosh. She was riding her bicycle and was down in the hospital and, you know, we, we couldn't find her for a long time. Um, the nurses forgot to call her family and say she's down here, um, and another one had stopped at a garage sale. You know? <laughs> <But> it, <it's, laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, and this was before cell phones. Yeah. You know, but um, but you call your supervisor and say,
0: hey, yeah, right, I, uh, something's happened. Yep. So I do fall that. Thanks, Gene. And, yep. and she makes a good point. And,
1: yeah, and oh, said like, does he have to call the president? Mr. President, you imagine getting that text? I'm feeling a little sick today. I'm not going to be <laughs> in the office. Like, yeah. <laughs> Joe, uh, yeah, it's uh, Lloyd. Joe, uh, I'm not going to be in the office today. I'm feeling a little under the weather.
0: Okay, and also there is this idea that now Republicans are calling to have him impeached. I don't know if you can impeach a, de- a, a, a secretary of uh, defense. I don't know. Oh, yeah. How the, they, yes, you can be they impeached. They want to
1: impeach Mayorkas, the uh, Homeland Secretary, so...
0: but. The fact, like, okay, if this really was a miscommunication, let's thank God nothing happened. And remember that I'm sure this person has people around him that knew what was happening, that could get in touch if the country, you know, was suddenly bombed or, or something. Somebody, somebody texts in, maybe we should have deputy of air tags. We could put an air tag on him to see where he is. I just feel like the reaction. To this person being sick and maybe not doing what he was supposed to do. Maybe, yes, he fell out of protocol. Maybe this was a, a huge a problem for the 24 hours that no, allegedly people may not have known exactly where he was or who was in mm-hmm. charge. Um, I don't necessarily think it needs to be no. the political football of impeachment now or that no. someone even texted Biden needs to fire him. Well, I think we need to chill out. Take with that. a breath. Let's yes. figure out
1: who mm-hmm. failed here. If we can get an honest answer to that, which I'm dubious on that, mm-hmm. obviously, but yeah, I'm not ready to call for you know Lloyd Austin to be fired yeah. over this.
0: But boy, I'm going to make sure that you know I, when next time I have a bell movement, I'm going to let you guys know.
1: <laughs> well, if it keeps you out for again given a time, <laughs> yeah, I got no problem ride. getting on the ra- radio and explaining where you are. <laughs> it's a true story, by the way. My first radio job was uh, I did the morning show uh-huh. at KZAT FM. Z ninety five in Tama, Iowa, and I co-hosted the morning show with my program director. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she called in one morning, and I was on the air live. And the phone would ring, the light oh, would boy. go on, and I'd just take calls live on the air. We didn't have screeners or anything; we weren't in delay. Yeah. And I pick up the phone, and she's like, "Hey, Adam, hey, and, hey, it's my boss. Uh, what, what's going on? Yeah, I'm not going to be in today. I got the butt flu."
0: Stop it! No, wait. She, didn't know she, she didn't know she was on the air. No, she was on the air. Stop it.
1: The butt flu. That is so she, embarrassing. And she announced it to uh, five thousand watts. And they in central. What, Iowa.
0: what was your reaction then?
1: I was like, whoa, okay. I was like, hey, look at that. She's uh, joking around on this. Let's play some Ted Nugent. And we'll be back after this. <laughs> it's a true story, though. Hundred percent so true. Good. And you know what? If it's good enough for that program director in KZAT in Tame, Iowa, if she notified the public that she's going to be Something out, told everybody. So should have uh, Lloyd Austin. Eleven thirty. Our random review coming up. Oh, my gosh. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
0: But I'm a little mad at the Pope. Yeah. On Monday, Pope Francis called surrogate motherhood a despicable practice that should be universally banned. I had no idea.
1: This is totally shocking to me, too. I guess I'm just ignorant on this topic because to me, surrogate motherhood has always been at least in my idea as a gift, a gift. A something gift. a very self selfless gift that people, that yes. women undertake? Yes. So I'm confused as to why, especially calling something despicable, not just Correct. we have questions about this, but he says it's despicable.
0: So I have friends so why is that, that ha- would not have a family if it wasn't for the availability of surrogacy. You know, they had another woman carry a child with the, the mother's egg and the father's sperm, you know, a fertilized egg that was implanted into a woman who was a surrogate because my friend was unable to carry a pregnancy to term and they have a beautiful family now um, with multiple children. And if it weren't for the, the incredible technology that is surrogate pregnancy, they would not have this family. I know other women who have done this. I, I you can judge all you want. I've never judged, uh, you know, carried a baby for her cousin. Uh, another woman carried a baby for her uh, brother and sister-in-law because they couldn't do it. And, and, I think this is an enormous gift that you can give to somebody through the help of medical technology. What I didn't realize, and I'm reading about the Pope and the Pope says it should be universally banned for its quote, commercialization of pregnancy, including the practice among wars, terrorism and other threats to peace and humanity. And I thought to myself, how, how, how is this happening? He, he, Francis says, um, a, a pregnancy like this could be turned into an object of trafficking. He can, I understand I mean can you understand that really?
1: I mean I uh, well I can I can see nefarious efforts at surrogacy. Yes, I mean
0: like are they saying women are being captured and then forced into surrogacy? To then give the child away to somebody else? Is that what he's alleging here?
1: Commercialization is the key word the texter says. Yes, there must be a rampant... I don't know specifically how that would work, yes. but it must. there must be, just like in anything else, there's nefarious activities that people do. But to me, the regulated uh, surrogacy program is it like you said a gift and i don't see you know discounting that uh-huh with these other practices
0: it, surrogacy by the way is already illegal in italy, italy i saw it, that it's illegal I would, in italy. No
1: idea, I would have had no idea
0: and then i was reading that compensated surrogacy so like if you get paid for carrying a child is also illegal in much of europe but there is surrogacy in the uk and Netherlands under certain conditions and paid surrogacy is legal in places like Ukraine, Russia, Belarus. I know in the US at least I, – look, I have a few experiences with women friends that have had this. Uh, It's my understanding that the woman, the 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 surrogate, of course, is is compensated for the health care. You know, they pay for all the doctor's visits, and of course, they pay for the hospitalization and anything related to the pregnancy. Maybe even pregnancy clothes that the woman incurs. You know, things maybe her food. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but it's my understanding they are compensated that way. I don't know in America if if um you are allowed to give extra money. For that, or if you know, I, I don't imagine that that is a standard practice. That okay, if I'll give you ten thousand dollars if you carry my baby. But the Pope has called for a global ban on surrogacy to prohibit this practice universally. Now, i um, Francis. I love you, but this is a, is a bridge too far because there are families that would not have babies without the help of a surrogate. So I think. Unequivocally, we cannot ban it universally, maybe more restrictions, obviously more regulations. I would never want women to be abused or you know trafficked in any way like this, but I think that calling for a universal ban is not the way to go francis
1: u s Louisiana, nebraska Michigan all outlaw surrogacy so this is not this is something yeah, i I would have had no idea
0: no idea that this
1: Again, I'm not suggesting no that, idea. you know, surrogacy just happens willy-nilly that mm-hmm. every anybody who wants to, you know, carry a baby for a couple can do that. I've always mm-hmm. assumed that it's heavily regulated. Me too. And that certain criteria absolutely must be meet, met to do yes. it. But I would not have thought that it carries with it this connotation somehow that it's But I the, the, you understand though. Okay, it's the female body that's being used as a as a piece of commerce. And I mean, well, I, I understand that part of it, at least the argument. I, and that I'm just kind of I'm trying to, in my head, determine why this is would be an ethical issue.
0: And then I, I got to be honest, I'm a a feminist. I think if a woman has a situation where she wants to be able to give a gift and she is of sound mind and free will, I think there. You know, could be, I mean, again, you pay for things like food and clothing and things like that. If somebody gave her money, you know what I mean? Uh, agreed on a financial situation where she would get X amount of money. I don't know. Does that bring into the fold? Then you're only doing it for the money and that takes away your power and then you are being exploited if it's just for money. you know, Because then I I hear what the Pope is saying. Poor women might say, "Okay, I will carry your baby even though I don't want to do that. I'll do it to make money. So I guess I see both sides of this argument because if a woman can be financially compensated and have a better financial situation, also give a gift to a family that treats her well Mm -hmm. and is respectful, it's her body. Why shouldn't she be able – to give that gift to somebody else.
1: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?